So on this episode of Pinocchio, I had a conversation with Tolu Saba. Um, Tolu is a product designer that I've followed for a while, and I have always wanted to have a conversation with him. Um, the episode was quite fun to record. Um, Tolu is very fun to speak with, very fun to listen to. He's quite introspective, and it, he listens a lot, really, to be honest. Um, he, ha- he also has a good laugh about a lot of things, and that made things really easy while we're talking. Like, we even had to, like, chill so that we don't go into, like, too many long hours of conversation. So, um, I do hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. We tried to talk about the usual design, the design life, the life of the designer. But in between, we delved into some other topics, some other crevices that are fun and quite interesting. So, um, I do hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And um, do listen to episode one because I'll be posting this episode in two parts. I don't want to rush you with the amount of content I have with you. So, yeah, enjoy. Hey, what's good? Welcome to Pinocchio by Oselu. Um, this is a podcast where I have sit-downs, chit-chat with people that I like and admire from any and everywhere. And we just talk about stuff. Um, we're not giving prescriptions. We're not giving advice. We're not helping you do anything or make any decision. We're just having a good time and having a nice. Um, if you seek advice, if you seek prescriptions, and if you want help, I don't think this podcast is for you. But if you are down to have a nice and just have a good time listening to two people talk, then I think you're in the right place. Indulge. Hello? Hey, what's up? Hey. You can hear me, right? Yes, I can hear you. Is my audio clear? Loud and clear, I can hear you. Okay. Um, so I think we should start from like exchanging pleasantries, I guess, I mean, officially. You've done this once now, so. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, that's fair. <laughs> 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 you know, um, yeah, and I knew you had to do already, so. Yeah. You know, Twitter is, a small, Twitter is a small place, so everybody almost knows everybody, sort of. All the, yeah. Just yeah. online. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. while I was preparing for this year, I really, when I was thinking of questions to ask, because I, I really tried not to come up with like cliche questions that you probably get all the time. So okay. I'm not ask you, oh, how did you start your product design journey? Because I'm, I'm sure you probably have answered that a couple of times. But, um, yeah, but it's, it's actually been a minute since I actually answered. Oh, okay, like okay, that. okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Can I start from, did you start as a graphic designer or... or you just always knew that there was something product design issue. How where did you start from? I mean, I mean, oh, yeah, the the answer would be um, graphic design, but I wouldn't even call it graphic design as, okay. uh, as such. Really, it, it uh, it's kind of a weird story. Um, okay, in okay. the uni, because um, I studied um, petroleum engineering in the you know, like University of Lagos, and okay. um, I think I was in my fourth year when. Um, we, I was part of the, um, my departmental uh, football club, my department's football club. Okay. And I was, I mean, right from like second year, th- third year, fourth year, I was, I was a goalkeeper because, you know, I, I didn't really have the energy to running around the pitch, you know. <laughs> I would, uh, I would camp at the post. And as a matter of fact, when people, when, like, you know, when I'm there, I actually carry a chair along with me. 
So when <laughs> when people are like playing football, I'll sit down at the back with my chair. You know, when they need me, I'll kick the chair off and then stand up and you know make a yeah. scene. Yeah. Right. But at, at my fourth year, they were like, "Yo, this dude is not serious. Like, he's not serious. We need someone better." And I mean, they found somebody. I wouldn't say it was better, but you know, they found someone. And oh, I, yeah, I would. I just really wanted to be a part of a team, yeah. right? And so I took out my phone. Then I, I don't know what phone I was using. I think it was like a. 4s and i think 4s or 4 there about and then i started taking photos of them when they were training and then i went back home i got photoshop um i decided to make like a little crest thingy like an uh, like a uh, you know a logo for the the, the team and then okay. you know just like that i fell in love with you know design right mm. and then from there i started doing like logos and then um you know graphic design jobs pretty much flyers and whatnot and um mm. after that i think i think a year or two years after I started a company, um, failed, unfortunately, uh, you know, yeah. didn't become what I intended for it to, to be. So, um, you know, from then, my best friend, you know, told me that, you know, you're good at this design thing. You can be a, you know, a product designer. And from then, I just, you know, took me a minute. But, yeah, that was how, like, that was how I moved it's into it. Yeah. So I would like to track back a bit now, yeah, because you say you took pictures. I'm, I'm trying to... Um, so your point where you said you started taking pictures of a team, then you go mm-hmm. and you tweaked it and you started creating crests with Photoshop. Mm-hmm. There must have been like a background of exposure in code because it's like a theory I have. I feel like the things that people are exposed to at a very young age really gives them, it kickstarts things for them. Like for me, I became exposed to codes when I was like 21, 22. So I was coasting okay. for a while, you know, like, you know, you're like a smart kid, yeah, but you don't really, you are not like, doubling down on anything. So was there anything that exposed you to knowing that there's a Photoshop, to knowing that you could create Crest or do, was there anything prior to uni that exposed you to that or it just happenstance, it just happened? Even even while I was in uni, I think like my second year, I was, um, I mean, I, my first like foray into design, I wouldn't say I used Photoshop. There was this app I used on my, on my computer back then. It's called Inkscape. I don't know if it still exists. I think it still does. And from there, it's like, you know, typical manipulation, you know, take a photo, a black and white photo, you can actually find a way to get all the colors back in the mix, you know. So my, my uh, what I would say was during my IT, right, mm-hmm. like my, my fourth year when I did IT, I mean, I interned at the uh, at DPR, Department of Petroleum Resources in Kofa Bayami in Victoria Island here. And okay. I, I guess like that is like, I feel like most of your learning in uni actually happens within those six months because those six months, you get to know what it is you don't want to do with your life. Yes, right? yes. O- oftentimes you realize it's the thing you actually go, go to uni to actually study and then you're in there in the actual field, you're supposed to be doing what you're supposed, you're supposed to love what you're doing, but it's just, it's just there. So, work, yeah. yeah so I actually really loved um, Photoshop. I fell in love with Photoshop then. You know, I, I saw what people were doing with images, but actually never got to, you know, use it until I started taking photos of my, my um, classmates and then editing them and then, drop, you know, photo, watermarking them with the, with the, the crest and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, so let's talk about, like, I, I want like some politics from you. The, I know you love what you do, yeah? Or I, I would assume you love what you do. I can't say I know. I can't be guessing. Yeah, that would be very guessing. bold assumption. <laughs> I can assume you love what you do. You know, that is a bold assumption. I myself, I cannot tell you this is exactly what I do these days. But yeah, I mean, I, I right. tell people that 
I mean, it's good to love what you do, but the yeah. truth is that at some point in time, work is just work. There's nothing you yeah. want to call it. Even if you love it, at some point, work is just going to be work and it's going to stress you out. But yeah, I yeah. guess that, that love for what you do is, you know, speak a few times like that. Yeah, that's why I, I, had, to, I had to backtrack and like rephrase it because it's like, even for me as an illustrator, I don't, when people ask, I don't, it left to me, I would love to like be paid to sleep or do yeah. some, do some like very, very lazy <laughs> thing. So, but I just know I, I need to do something to be able to escape poverty, you know. So I'll not assume that. But um, I just, I just like the um, the things about product design that you do not like, like could be stereotypes or the things that you do not honestly enjoy, where you just have to endure. Uh, well, I think the first thing would be I'm just going to go off the bat here and yeah, you know, from like top to bottom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The first thing I hate about product design is when people tell you to do stuff and they don't exactly know what they want. Okay. You know, um, there was a, you know, I, I, I was once in, in a situation where I was asked to design like a banking um, app, mm-hmm. you know, for a client. And I could tell that this client wanted something more. This client wanted something new, something different. But when I, when I asked the client that, what exactly do you want me to do? I mean, there wasn't any specification document. There wasn't anything I was going by. There wasn't any documented feature or anything. And this 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 uh, the CEO told me that he just I should just look at GT Bank and replicate. And, and I'm like, okay, if I want to do that, if why would I use the app instead? And then you know that was like my disinterest. So that's like the first thing that I don't like. You know, okay, not you know not um. So what uh, do you yeah, do? Not, what do you do nowadays when you meet a client that that's, asks you that just comes with such like blank statements? Unfortunately, I, fortunately, I don't have to deal with that anymore. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I've not been doing a lot of um, freelancing. Okay. I've not been doing a lot of side projects, you know, so I'm okay. just doing one thing at the moment. So that's okay. like the first thing that I really don't like when people do. Okay. Um, the other would be, I think, you know, after that would be actually, you actually decide to go on with the project and then you're, you know, you you don't know what to do. Whether you're going to tell them your price per screen, or you're you're going to do it, you know, hourly, or you just want to give them. Because most of the time, as a product designer, what I do is the truth is I don't have time to craft icons. I don't have time to mm-hmm. illustrate. Yeah. I don't have. I mean, even if you have the time, you might not, you know, be the best at yeah. all of these little actions, yeah. right? And you need to outsource some of these projects. And then mm-hmm. when you want to justify the reason why you're demanding for a certain amount of money, then it's going to be, you know, impossible. And the truth is you still have to deliver that excellent value that you, yes. you know, the reason why they came to you in the first place. So that is always a, a very tricky thing. Okay. I feel like most, most product designers in Nigeria that do excellent work. They do it at the expense of their, their pockets because there are a lot of things they have to outsource. And the truth is they are oftentimes not taken into consideration before the pricing, you know, yeah. is being landed upon or settled yeah. on. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, no, um, I okay, okay. Well, that is the discussion for another day. Yeah, let's, let's go there. Let's go there. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is, that is, do you want to do that? We would, yeah, we would I, blow I, through time. I read, right now. I read this, yeah. I read, I, I don't understand oh, all the program design lingo, but I follow a lot of program designers. So I read it and I, I, it's entertaining when I see the sketch and the female conversation. So I think we could go there. Okay, okay, okay. I don't like Figma. I, I, okay, I do I do not is I mean primarily I, I you are a product designer, you're supposed to look at a blank screen and mm-hmm. like a painter, right? You an artist, a painter, you start with a blank canvas, right? And yes. you're supposed to produce a masterpiece or you're supposed to produce something beautiful at least. 
oftentimes you need inspiration. Yes. Right. You don't want to go to Behance. You don't want to go to Dribble. You don't want to yes. go to Pinterest all the time to look at some something as simple as even the tool you are designing with, right? Should inspire you, right? You you just need sometimes like I I look at I look at Figma and I'm like this thing is no better than Microsoft Word. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like that. That's what you think. I like that. <laughs> that that is that is my that's my primary problem with it. And then you know, yesterday or was it two days ago? They had this. I think it was yesterday actually. They had this. Yeah, um, this, yeah conference thing. It was going around the European conference, and they did release a lot of nice features. And I mean, there were a lot of oh my god, this is so revolutionary, and I'm like, oh really. <laughs> I mean, I could, I could do this. I could do this with Sketch, but, you know, go off. It's your day. Enjoy. Figma. Applaud. Right? Okay. Uh, okay. But still. <laughs> if, we were to, if we were to compare, like, Figma to, like, a food that we eat in Nigeria, what would it be? Uh, ay, ay, ay. I want to say Semo. Semo and okra. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's like semo and okra. If you want to go there, semo and okra, yes. Semo and okra. Okay, how much? Ah, are you tripping? So sketch is going to be no chill, chill, chill. Jollof rice with peppered nails <laughs> and you know roasted chicken <laughs> with berry blast on the side. Yes, I, I that is. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I like, I like, I love to see. Because I, I, I enjoy the how like, how you feel about Figma. But I know you can't you can't see this thing on the, on the time like like you just smoke proper smoke. Like are the Figma you, you tripping. You want me to like, you're tripping. You, you want me to post it out. I will do it right after we're done. Because I, I'm uh, definitely going to I'm, I'm definitely going to highlight this part of this episode and I'm posting it for sure. Even before you do it. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a stranger to insults. And not like uh Bobriski said. They saw that okay, they were die. Yeah. And it's true. But it's true. Because I think you've traded a, a bit for a lot of things. And I think you you really understood. I think there are a lot of people that understand how the internet works and they know how to navigate it. I don't know, probably in private, it probably gets to you, but I think on the outside, you know how to navigate it, even when smoke comes. Because I remember there was one time that you trained ah. for when you did the um Relationship. How was that again? Like dating thing where you said people should apply. Mm, that was master- yeah, that was uh, like, that was a master stroke. I that to you. That that was. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, to be honest, it wasn't one of my finest moments. Uh, why? Why? Actually, intended that to be a joke. I intended it to yeah. be a joke, right? I mean, yeah, for me, I don't think it was funny. Yeah, like I don't think anybody would see that and take actually, it seriously. Like I don't know, take it seriously. Yeah. Is, I know it's it's I mean you see me being like oh yeah send me this and send me that and you're actually gonna do it like you're actually not serious if you do it but whatever it's whatever I mean it's like like two years or two two and a half years right now so I, think I really want fresh to boy. I think it's because you're a fresh boy, yeah. If you were like an average looking guy now, yeah, you would have taken it as a joke. Yeah. But yeah, well I'm no I'm no Idris Elba, that- but I guess <laughs> <laughs> I guess your point. I, I get your point. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, yeah. Pricing. I like to talk about pricing. Like, how you at at the moment do you feel like you price your projects as well as you want to, or 
you you are still getting to a place where you're like, oh, I'm pricing it properly, or how did you get to a place where you could price your projects properly? Uh, um, because a whole bunch of the work that I do is because I've okay, there there there's um there's a way I think about it, right? Okay. Most people, or how people get jobs, typically they're like you know, two different ways. It's either you go meet the job or the job comes to meet you. Yes. Right. If you go meet the job, then the truth is you really don't have, you know, leverage. Yeah. Yeah. You really, you're not in control of the pricing as much because mm-hmm. the person had job. But if they come to meet you, you're in a better position to actually say, this is how much I charge. Because the truth is that when they come to meet you, it's because you were referred. Yes. Yep. And because you're referred, you'll be able to charge, you know. So what I do is when you come to meet me with a job, the, the first thing I do, to be honest, is I tell you, well, I give you a figure so preposterous, at least for you. Now, that's the first thing I do to filter off the people that are not serious and people that are serious. Okay. Do you want me to do this work for you? This is the amount I will charge, right? If you run away, it means you're not worth my time in the first place, yeah. right? And uh, if you decide to stay, then I'll be like, okay, good. Money is fine. Now, what are you working on? Let me know if it's something that actually interests me. Okay. Um, and the, another important thing is... You have to avoid scope creep as much as possible. So it's say, say when again. people don't scope creep, like scope creep. You, you want to know what you're doing, what you're designing. Okay. You don't want it to move beyond your agreement. So it's good when the, the, the product they want to build or the product they need redesigned, it, it's documented to a point where you know what exactly it is you're doing and what you're not. Okay. Because that would give you, you know, an idea. Because you can say, let's say you want to charge a million for a project right yes. now. And what they tell you, and they're like, okay, fine, no problem. I mean, you're like, oh my God, this is a significant amount of money. Good, let's move forward. And then you realize that you're designing for like six months. And yeah. at that point, you're like, uh, what have I gotten myself into? Mm-hmm. So if all these things are agreed upon before um, before design starts or commences, then then you're good. I mean, that, that's how I, I, would, I would approach projects. But like I said, right now, I don't do a lot of that anymore. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I think I'll even go read about the scope crypting because it's just it's like a new phrase. I I had to write it down. Yeah. Um. So um, aside work, yeah. What like how do you balance things? And I'm asking that because personally, sometimes you just find yourself that like you you have become so much your work, like what you do for money or for a living, that there's no life outside of it. So what do you? What are the things you do like consciously to probably bring balance to your life or to your day or to just keep yourself sane? Like what are the things you do? Okay. Um, I think this 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 would have been a more difficult thing if I was doing juggling, you know, two jobs or oh, two gigs at the same time. But 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 right now, what what I do is, I mean, I have I have a lot of good hobbies that I I you know I, I partake in. I I play video games. Okay. You know, okay. Oh lord, I love video games. I play the guitar. Yeah. I you know I I actually like watching um. Um, you know, movies and uh, TV shows. Although with um, you know, with my, my partner, obviously, okay. I don't like doing that alone because it's sort of boring. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah, all of that. But what I do is I make sure that by by five p.m., six p.m., I'm done with work and I like shut down for work. Like only really emer- you know, only really urgent stuff would actually you know distract me from like my actual private time. And I spend that most of the time. You know, either playing video games or just playing the guitar or actually even cooking. Mm. I recently discovered that, like, you know, cooking can be a way for you to unwind. Okay. You know, just to, just do something completely different, you know, 
from work and just know that once it's 5, 6 p.m., you're not doing anything work-related. Because the truth is, especially for designers, yeah. often, oftentimes, like once you've mastered any tool, whether Sketch or Figma or XD or InVision, whatever you're using, there's two things to design. The first is the thinking and the second is the doing. Yes. The same thing goes for web development, truth, truth be told. Like if you're not doing, it means you've not thought about the solution to what you're supposed to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And the more the more complex thing would be thinking, because doing is just doing. If you know what to do, doing it is not a problem. Yes. Right. So oftentimes the the, the, the amount of time you spend to yourself, you know, refreshing your mind and your thoughts, refining your ideas, the better for you, really. Yeah. In in all aspects. Like most of the time I realize that, oh, I decide I guess sometimes I'm literally about to sleep. Right? I'm literally about to fall asleep. And I remember, oh, I can actually do this this, this way. It very rarely would you see would design inspiration hit you while you're yeah. working. It's not. It's, yes. it's yes. very, very, it's very. Yeah. If you got to this point, you are the MVP, and I'm thankful. Thank you very much for indulging. I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as I did. Um, the second part of this episode will drop in a week's time, and the reasons for me breaking this episode into two parts is because I really want them to be a bit more digestible. So I do hope that you show up when I drop the second episode. Let's Peace.